0: This is cliffcentral.com. I'm in a new studio. I've got a new desk. I'm trying to learn these things as I go. So girls, you're going you're gonna to have to like... Bear with me, just for this one day, you know, because I'm a quick learner, okay. like most women are. Mm, <laughs> I'm mm. a quick learner, but just this one day, I'm putting myself in the background. What's going on? What's going on? I tried to find the Angela Winbush song, right? I couldn't mm. find Angela Winbush, so hey, mm. I'm playing Marvin Gaye. Yeah, but I have got, and you know how every. Every theme that I ever have, I try to like keep the themes like relevant, you know, Mm. the themes must be relevant. And this was going to be like September. It was going to be spring. It Mm -hmm. was going to be like a spring theme. It was going to be Heritage Month, which is my favorite month Mm. of the year without a doubt. Because uh, I don't know what Andrew and... uh, <laughs> Rory, we're talking about, but I'm all up in the. I love my blackness. I love yes. my South Africanness.
1: One way. Yes.
0: And I love my heritage. So, Heritage Month for me is a big month. Yes. Mm. But, yesterday, I phoned you two lovely ladies. <laughs> And one other who's like arriving late. I don't know what kind of black time she's (laughs) in.
1: African time. African time.
0: African time is always on time. You wait for the train. The train does not wait for black people. (laughs) But when she gets here, she'll join the conversation. And I actually just thought, you know what? I don't feel like speaking about heritage. I don't feel like celebrating. I don't feel like... Being airy fairy. Mm. I feel like what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> on the news, everywhere, on social media. Shit's for real. And so I thought I'm going to invite interesting young people. Mm-hmm. Because I want to hear what y'all think. So, Maneo, I'm going to start with you. Mm -hmm. Introduce yourself. Tell my (laughs) listeners who you are.
2: Okay, so, um, hi. Hi, everyone. I'm Maneo Mohale. I'm Maneo Mohale. And we were talking about this outside. Like, what do I call myself? Like, what's my (laughs) title? What is a title? What? What? (laughs) Um, So, I think for now, what I'm I'm working with um, is that I'm a feminist writer. I, I write for a publication uh, based in Portland called Bitch Media. I don't know if I can say that online, but like. <laughs> yeah, cause I, this is Cliff Central. I
0: <laughs> so, this is Cliff um, Central.
2: We are uncensored and, and we're keeping it real. Yes. Amazing. So yes, the publication that I work for is a feminist magazine. Um, of a feminist sort of like media maker called Bitch. So yes, I'm a feminist writer. It sounds so fancy, but yes, it's what I do. I write feminist stuff. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Tabule, introduce yourself. Uh,
1: good morning, everyone. Uh, my name is Tabule Jagu. I'm 19 years old. Uh, I am an entrepreneur at, uh, at the moment. I am into mining and I'm into supplies. And I'm a creative speaker. Creative
0: speaker yes. you, know, you see how this intergenerational thing is I'm a creative speaker At some point I was like, slam poet no. like That's where I'm from That's how we used to describe these people yeah. mm. Thank you ladies for joining me
2: no, Thank you for having
0: us Thank you for for indulging me in this conversation And And the reason I've asked you and not my peers is because I'm feeling a little bit old, and I really want to hear what your views are and okay. what's happening out in the in the life. So there's a lot of things happening in South Africa at the moment. There is, and I'm I'm going to start a little bit back. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start with because they're a little bit interconnected. I'm going to start with the IEC silent protest. Mm. You saw that right? You saw that right? Yes. What did you think of that? Did does that like so I was watching going, yo, these girls have got cats. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then, yeah. So what did you think of the silent protest? Well, um, who So how I
2: found out about the silent protest is that I'm, I'm uh, close with two of, of the women that's, that stood up immensely bravely and I didn't know, obviously, I was just out at a, at a different sort of venue and I get a text from, from someone very close to me saying that, do you, do you know, yeah, (laughs) like, do you know what's happening? Do you know what's happening? And I, I, immediately, the first thing that I thought of, um, was I was concerned for their safety. Um, but w- once I, I found out that they were safe and that they were okay, and even though, um, unfairly and, and disgustingly they were, were, were roughly and poorly man-handled. handled, manhandled, um, that it was, it was really horrible, but I think that it was an immense, immensely brave, um, uh, protest. It was an immensely brave show of solidarity and a reminder on a, at such a public platform um, about what and asking questions about what is this democracy actually that we are celebrating? What is this, you know, what is this country that we're birthing? What What is this moment that we are in when, you know, um, a president can stand up and, and live in a culture of impunity? Where,
0: I mean, Ooh, are you like getting up <laughs> so, Oh while you catch your breath, yep. I'm gonna introduce you. Refenso who's just arrived. Rafenza, we were talking about you behind your back. We're just like this girl. <laughs> we can't believe she's arriving so late. I'm so
3: sorry. <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm all the way from Rustenburg, so that was quite a drive. Okay, oh, wow. so
0: you introduce yourself, telling why you're from Rustenburg anyway.
3: <laughs> okay, well my name is Rafenza Molehe. I'm actually an engineer, I'm a metallurgical engineer, so I had to go Say that word again Metallurgical engineer Mm. (laughs) No, it's just fancy words We're working on a mine (laughs) Yeah, so I was there on site And I had to do a couple of things So I drove there early in the morning Then I had to come back But the worst was that they closed out um, the toll gate For like about 40 minutes So I was honest, mm. like sitting waiting But I'm here, I'm very happy to be here (laughs) Very pleased, very pleased
0: Welcome, we're very glad that you're here
3: Thank you And
0: and just to let everybody know Why why you've been invited Not only because you work in like Super male dominated Industry, Mm -hmm. but also because you're Young and you're facing every day These crazy challenges Mm -hmm. Um, And then Linked to the silent protest, I think we we can definitely draw a straight line to Monday's Occupy Lutuli House. What did you think about Occupy Lutuli House? What did you think about that? You, were you there? Was anyone there? Were no. You there? <laughs> shamefully. <laughs> shamefully. Why shamefully? Because I feel like
1: uh we have to be, it's our duty to take a stand also against um social, uh, serious issues in our society and uh, I wish I could have been there but uh, unfortunately I couldn't make it Um, I think it's very important for us to raise up our voice against such things because it shows that we won't just take anything that's happening and we will stand up against anything that is, we feel is not right for us. So it was very powerful. And they didn't do it the usual way of destroying Amat being, you know, when we get angry. <laughs> yeah, we did then it a very... Go. Yeah, we did it very... They did it very... Uh, it was very intelligent. And it showed... Uh, it actually gave uh, people... Uh, that, listen, you should listen to these people because it wasn't violent or anything like that. So I really applaud that.
0: (laughs) So what I want to know is, do you care? Do you care about all these things that, like, occupy Lutuli House, whether the DA wins versus the ANC winning versus EFF? Does it matter?
3: I think it should matter.
0: But does it? It should, but does it? Does it matter to you as you sit here today? Does it matter to you?
3: Um, For me personally, both the movements were very significant. But for me, the most important one was the silent um protest. And the reason why is because just in comparison, having chosen to be involved in the Feast fall, and then now you have Occupy Literary House, and then you had the silent protest. What I draw from the silent protest is that it was four women standing together and saying, we are about to make a difference. Yes. Where mm-hmm. with the Occupy House and Fees Must Four, it was one of those, let's pull in as many people as we can to be effective. But for me, what stood out is the simple fact that four women, mm. not 10, not 100, mm. only later on, women were like, wow, let's join. But four women yes. stood together mm-hmm. and said, we are standing for a cause we believe in. Yes. That was so powerful for yeah. me. That was like, it, and that's the thing. That's what I keep telling people that women are so strong and women are so dynamic and so phenomenal. The sad part is that through history, we were never given the opportunity to be or to see the strength. But now, just four women not saying anything, standing in front there, four of them, just four. And which is so effective
0: were, the fact that they weren't saying anything, which in itself is yes. a yes. big thing. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I, think yes. One of the things, yes. I always tell my friends this. I have. You girls don't know this I have a, an 8 year old boy So I'm constantly fascinated At like little boys Because I've, I've never been around Children like mm, that mm. Until I had my own one mm. And I'm constantly fascinated And just reading up One of the things that, that Was mind blowing for me Is that at his age A young girl Same age as him Has 2,000 more words In her vocabulary <laughs> <laughs> Which was like, oh, shame. He doesn't know what to say. He doesn't have the words. doesn't know how to find what he's looking for. So the thing about a silent protest. And I think what that said to me, even as I, I was reading up about the development of children, is how differently girls and boys are to each other mm. and how differently we all develop. And even though it's said in jest and it's said as a derogatory thing a lot of the time that women talk a lot.
1: Yes. <laughs> you
0: know? Actually, it's because we've got the words <laughs> and sure. men do not. And so what, what I would like to know from you guys, silent protests, fees must fall. This morning we see um, on social media, UKZN, there's, there, there's a lot of anger that young women, in particular in this country, young black women are expressing, which mm-hmm. is also like a new thing. Mm-hmm. Is this a good thing?
2: Yes, yeah, and I oh, sorry, like I'm just like, mm-hmm. yeah, you go, yeah, I think that i'm I constantly come home to the idea of righteous rage and 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 yeah, and yeah,
0: you know, that's those big words, yeah, so, yeah. yeah, righteous <laughs> rage, yeah,
2: yeah, no, not just rage because I get a, as 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 women and and as um, as marginalized peoples, we're always told that you must, you must, shh, like you must shush. Yes. And if you don't, if you express your opinion in a particular kind of way, then you're always already angry. You're always that angry black woman. You're always that person that is like. And as soon as you you fall into that caricature, nobody listens to what you say anymore mm-hmm. because you become a cartoon. You become some sort of an icon or some. You become less of a human being. Mm-hmm. Then and and people find and use that. And use that stereotype to silence and delegitimize what people, what what women have to say. So coming home to this idea of rage, of of anger and claiming anger and using anger and and walking out. I mean, I I was so struck by the the pictures this morning of the women. I I I go. UKZN that are holding you know shamboks that are there with their, with their placards that are holding each other at the same time um, as, as they're marching to the police station in support of a woman who, who was assaulted oh. and that, that rage is powerful particularly because we are told to shush. If you want to know where power lives and you want to know how something is powerful if, or if something is powerful look at what is silenced. Look at what is outwardly like look at the bodies that are, are invisibilized and pushed to the center. It's because they are powerful that they are pushed into mm-hmm. the margins, not they' are, it's, it's because they are, they are feared because they're powerful. And,
0: and for you sitting here, what are the things that make you
1: angry? Uh, for me personally, I am in mining, as I said. So uh, it's, it's a very male-dominated industry. So in itself, when you um, approach – because I'm mostly dealing with men in their 40s and 50s. When you rock up um, in that boardroom and do your presentation, already people look at you like you're playing games or you're not serious, even though you do have the expertise to do so. And I think number, I, as a young black woman, number one, I feel like most of the time they don't take me seriously. Uh, they just see a skirt. They just think maybe we, they can, you know, go under our skirts and, mm-hmm. uh, uh, help us in that way. Or, I mean, people just can't take you serious as a young black woman in business. And it's very annoying. I think all this rage and protesting, it comes from a, we've had it place. So from a, um, a business point of view, I'm very frustrated because no one is, I feel like almost no one is taking me serious just because of how I look. Mm. Because I'm a young girl, I'm in a skirt and I'm black, no one is going to take me serious. They don't look at my expertise, my experience or what I have. It's just we constantly excluded. it. it mm. It's annoying. Mm. And it also says that I feel like um, the government is not putting enough pressure on that Um, to regulate that, I feel like all these rules of uh, women and black youth—it's—it's just—it's just just on paper, but it's not something they're really exercising. It's a—it's a fight, guys. Mm. It's to make it in the in those industries. So me making it in mining would not only be for myself; uh, it would be for other women too Mm. to be like, look. We also can make it in this industry, and it's really sad. In 2016, it's so sad. So, and so sad.
0: What big reference? for you? In in all the things that are going on, do you do you identify with with that righteous anger? And what is it that makes you angry?
3: You know, initially, when you look at what's happening in South Africa, there's quite a lot of turmoil. Initially, I was angry, but now I'm at a good place where I'm. Quite excited with what's happening because I believe that what South Africa is going through is a cycle. Went through, um, we had apartheid where people were oppressed and didn't have rights. Then we went to quick solutions where let's force, let's push them up or let's push black and white people to be equal, not having both parties understand why it's happening. So people are still angry. And then what happens is that we gave you a solution so you have no reason to complain. So what's happening now, according to me, is that we're in a phase where it's open for discussion now. Mm. We're having that conversation. Those conversations, everyone said, don't talk about, don't talk about racism because, no, don't touch that one. Don't talk about, like the young girls from um, Pretoria Girls High. Mm. Those things, it was for me, it was so amazing because that's exactly what I went through when I was in high school. Mm. But in, oh, not even high school alone, but in Primary school, But because it's the policy that says you shouldn't have dreadlocks to school yes. mm. It was not a big deal I knew I was breaking the rules And I'll laugh about it with my friends And then tomorrow or in the afternoon I'm going to go fix my hair and come back Because that's how the rules work Because we gave you a quick solution You have no reason to complain But now what's happening, like I said We're having those conversations where previously we were not supposed to have them mm. So even with the fees must fall It's one of those Wait, let's think about this Not everybody can pay for their school fees Mm. Now let's have these conversations So in my take Maybe 10 more years, who knows But then we're having the conversations And only mm-hmm. when we have conversation Can we get to actually giving good solutions Not quick solutions to shut people up mm-hmm. But solutions where both parties benefit So I'm in a good place I'm like let's have these conversations mm-hmm. Just let's have the solutions sooner than later yeah. yes. But let's have the conversations mm. And what are the conversations that need to be had?
0: <laughs> like <laughs> you? What are the you? conversations that need to be had And I ask this, this question Because I think about We do a lot of and, and I had someone on the show a couple of weeks ago Who was saying to me you, women, The active branches of various political parties <laughs> Sitting at Tasha's with their whiny yeah. <laughs> <True>. <laughs> When people in their little groups mm. When they have their rage And they have their conversations And they're talking mm. rah, But what are the conversations that need to be had?
3: Mm. I think there's a lot. If we want to cover education, there's quite a, a take, conversation. Take the I, I, I'm going to pick one that's very personally close to me, and that's women. And pre, um, a few weeks ago, we had a conference, um, a women conference, empowerment conference. And then so we had a panel discussion. So one girl mentioned, she says that, she lives in the city because of school And she loves weaves And she loves dressing up and everything But when she goes home Because <laughs> she comes from a not so urban area But when she goes home She practices all her cultural beliefs And everything That was fine Until the moment when she said that. So if my husband comes to me And says to me I want to have a second wife Because it's my culture And I believe in my culture I'm going to be like yes you can have a second wife now this is someone who's 21 22 23 years old so a lot of the women there who are around that age could not understand that so those are the conversations we need to have it's like what are the new rules for modern women what what are or, or how can we view life is it okay are there new rules? are there new rules are there new rules for are the there modern new women rules? That's another question on its own are, are there new
0: rules for you do you think there are new rules for you as um, as opposed to your mother
1: Definitely. Or even your older sister. Definitely. And I think, uh, yeah,
0: definitely. What are the new rules? How, guys? Let yes. me in on this <laughs> Honestly, Is that okay. on the old <laughs> Honestly, Please can I get the crib <laughs>
1: Honestly, there was a point in um there was a point in our mother's time where they believe women must stick in their lane for doing this and this and that. Men must stick in their lane for doing this and this and that. But uh, nowadays, you get women who um women who just don't want. I mean, children, women who just don't want to be married Women who just, okay, like me personally I mean, guys look at me like I'm crazy Or like a, I'm a snob And it's not the case I really don't like doing housework That's just how I am I'm not the kitchen top In fact, I'm not wife material I will nurture and I will do everything I will not clean, I hate it I, uh, <laughs> I'm lazy when it comes to housework stuff. (laughs) You understand what I'm saying? And I feel like it's okay. I don't need to modify myself to buy face. Mm -hmm. I feel like... Uh, yeah. I don't need to modify myself to buy face. Yeah. I, I don't need to keep quiet. And I feel uh, most of the time women felt like they should keep quiet. We are so outspoken these days. I will say roundabout mm. anything that is in my chest <laughs> to get my point across. Definitely. And I think it's good that way that we should have new rules yeah. evolving.
3: Can I add Manu? up, Manil?
2: Yeah. I, like I think that what we're, we're getting at mm-hmm. and this is like the, the thing that I am, I'm like so invested in right now is like, is like interrogating this stuff of, about like, what what it means to be a woman, and like what why, it means, you know, like really? I know, why. and oh also God. like you know, like and and having conversations that we're not ready for, but that needs to happen because you know it's 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 way overdue. Also, it's urgent, and also the fact that you know, it it's not these rules these rules aren't harmless. That we're being hurt. According to these rules, yes. that certain people are being abused according to these rules. Yes. Certain people aren't able to live their own truths according to these rules. Mm. I mean, like for me, I am, I'm a queer woman and it's just like, I, I, I'm, I, I constantly come up against, particularly in conversations with <laughs> like, not just intergenerational conversations, but with people of my own sort of generation uh. of like, what do you like uh, interrogating about what it, what it means? To love who you who you want to love, yes. and to be how you want to be, and express yourself how you and dress how you want to dress, yes. and 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 constantly dismantle these ideas of what it means to be mm-hmm. one true woman.
3: Yeah,
2: because it's it's so harmful. It's so harmful. Yeah. You good. wanted to add?
3: Yes, I wanted to say it's. You see now, society has taught us that being a good wife is cooking, cleaning, and all yes. these things. But. <laughs> If you think about this, who wrote those rules? And the reason why a typical a perfect that, ask, ask, <laughs> kids. ask that as <laughs> ask, ask <it. laughs> <So, ask> kids, as <laughs> kids, and it goes back to again the reason why I believe that a wife was seen as perfect was was seen perfect if she cooked, she cleaned, and she take she took care of the children was because the husband went out to get the money and work, the wife stayed home yes. and worked. So now because. That dynamic has changed where women can work as well. What happens now? Exactly. And then what happens if I am your wife and I earn way more than you? But then now I don't want to make you feel inferior because I earn more. See, that's another topic on its own. There's Mm. so much conversation that we need to have. So it's patriarchy
2: is so basic though.
3: Like it's so. I know. (laughs) (laughs) I know.
2: Oh, I'm so tired of (laughs) (laughs) patriarchy. You're tired
0: of the patriarchy. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa. Okay, if you're tired of the patriarchy, I'm going to step it up a little bit. But let's take a short break. When we come back, I'm Pumimah Shekho. You're listening to these fabulous young ladies. Young ladies. <laughs> 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 Mano, mm-hmm. Mahale, I'm not going to say everybody's surname. Mano yeah, <laughs> <Tabine>. you <forgot. laughs> yeah. You forgot that mm-hmm. I, actually, actually I did it I've got this That old thing where when, it's, not there in, in my, it's not there in my heart But really We're having the conversations that need to be had yes. I think we're, we're talking about What the fuck's going on Yes African <laughs> I carry the hopes and dreams of my country And the generations to come I know that it's not where I come from but where I'm going to, that really matters. At Sibanye, we believe the future of our country will be defined by our actions today, which is why we are committed to the development of our leaders. Sibanye, we are one. Visit us on sibanyegoal.co.za. Real On Out here, keeping it real I'm Pumi Mashiko, and you're tuned in to Wumandla. I'm talking with three fabulous young ladies And we're having the conversations <laughs> that need to be had I wish I had a glass of wine Yeah, Between all of this A, to like, keep my blood pressure down <laughs> And B, because it would be so much more fun But I've got... Ma, and I asked her this, Maneo, mm. right? Maneo Mohale, mm. Tabile Jagu, Ninlai. Yes. Ngin lai. Like. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't tell us, wait, you didn't tell us your social media handles. What's your social media oh, handle?
3: I'm, I'm mainly on Instagram, at, at Fancy Face, and the Fancy is F-E-N-S-I.
0: At Fancy Face, uh, Twitter,
1: jagu, at Jagu, underscore Tabile.
3: I'm on Twitter as well as someone
2: who's socially anxious as well, but <laughs> at Mano Mohale.
0: <laughs> it's scary. Well, it's important because we're on Cliff Central and we're keeping it real. We're having, we're having those unheard conversations, yes. and I'm so excited actually that I I followed my heart in this and I asked you girls to join me, mm. because as as the song was in the background and I just love that song. <laughs> mm. Such an old song, but I love that song so much. It always used to make me feel like, you know, like you're like stepping it up, you're stepping it out. And just having the conversation about the power of women and the power that women have yes. and the silencing of that power. And I know it's easy to fall into the trap of saying, yeah, why not? this patriarchal society. Hana, hana, hana. One of the things that I found extremely fascinating a couple of weeks ago, and we've seen more and more and more of it in the public space, is... Our women ministers attacking each other? I
1: know. And
0: I'm just like, I, know. I remember reading after in the Sunday paper after the silent protest how a particular woman, MEC, attacked another minister, attacked. Uh, and I was just like, how these girls? And you know, when I grew up, there was a time when it was not uncommon to see girls fighting in the street. Yes. <laughs> it's, I don't see it so much anymore. And I wondered, is I wonder if girls still fight in the streets, you know, snatching off each other's weeds. Mm. Maybe Mm -hmm. the Twitter streets. I was about to say on social media. (laughs) Become on social media. Now now
2: the Twitter streets, I I think, I should think. Uh, think Are girls
0: just, like, snatching each other's weaves off on Twitter? Uh,
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, like, also with the MECs and things and, like, post the silent protest, I think one of the most disappointing things was to see how the ANC Women's League, like, literally, threw those women underneath the bus completely. The protesters just, threw, just were like, Yes, shab, who cares? And, and protecting a president that we know is mm-hmm. an Im- immensely, immensely flawed and violent human being. Mm-hmm. But you see, like, that's more heartbreaking for me to see how women in power, the ANC Women's League has shown us repeatedly
0: how they don't care. They just don't care. They don't care. So let me ask you this question. I mean overwhelmingly and decidedly, the ANC Women's League or women or ministers or women in power are a lot older than mm-hmm. all of us. I mean, mm-hmm. They're even older than me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Is there a disconnect between women? So us and our mothers? us and our big sisters, us and our aunts, that also has a huge role to play in the way that the empowerment of women has taken such a long time to happen. Do you you see that in your relationships, in your personal relationships with older women? Do you find that, I just can't talk to you. I just can't tell you my struggle. You just don't know. You know, you just don't get it. You just don't know. Is there such a thing? Does it exist or is it in my mind? A, it's a yes and a no uh at the same time it's true
1: that we are evolving and we going into different times we we face um Okay, as I said that uh, women have been put in a specific category So when you go up to your mom and you tell her what you're trying to do or whatever It's already like um, I don't understand what you're trying to say But I don't think it's particularly we should like shut them down A particular disconnection it's important for us to learn from them because they hold a lot of wisdom. Mm. But at the same time, we mustn't be afraid to, uh, take new roots. Yeah. We, we must keep their wisdom, keep their wisdom, but at the same time be, have an open mind. Mm. Yeah. I don't think there's a, so much of a disconnection because we are women. One thing I notice is, is it's so powerful. There's nothing as powerful as women together. I mean, we see it at the uh, Lillian Goyi and mm-hmm. Helen Joseph and them. It was during a party. It was a mm-hmm. black and white woman mm-hmm. and colored and all the others. And they, they, they were like, okay, screw race, screw everything. Mm-hmm. We're coming together. And that was so powerful. And I even see it today. My manager's on his on her 30s, but we still connect. We mm-hmm. still connect. We do disagree because of the time frames, but we still connect.
2: Mm-hmm. 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 And for you? I think that um, it's so, it's so, and so, so, so important to draw strength from like past generations and, yes. and like older generations. And we had a conversation just before this, this entire conversation started about the importance for intergenerational talking and it's so powerful, but I think that we need to develop a language or like a bridge where we can talk to each other. Because yes. I think that there are schisms and there's there's there are these sort of breaks in in things and and I, and I was thinking about you know, my grandmother and, and, and my mother and, and talking to them about the issues that are, are facing and the conversations and the theories and, and feminism and the, the shapes that feminism are taking right now. But it would be a mistake to think that these are new conversations. Yes. It would be a mistake to say that our whim, uh, that my mother and my grandmother and my great grandmother didn't, um, harness a kind of ancestral knowledge mm-hmm. to, f- in order for them to survive. I'm here because of their strengths. Yes. Um but I, I think that the the kinds of directions and the and, and the ground that we 're breaking right now we need to find a kind of language where we can say Sit down look, and say mm-hmm. like you know that there we need to talk about the the people in our community that we we never we we never supported. We need to talk about the transgender women, but how do we say that? So how can we, how can we connect about gender diversity and how can we connect about sexual orientation and gender identity in our languages and in our frameworks away from, from theory, little big word, little bombastic language, (laughs) but because it's important Mm -hmm. because these are the, the, the lives that we're living right now. And it's, it's, What's at stake is 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 that wisdom, is that connection, and our survival. It's Mm -hmm. high stakes, so it's it's also because you know
0: we touched on it a little bit earlier when just talking about culture and seeing as it's Heritage Month, I'm going (laughs) to bring it out there. Just (laughs) talking about culture and talking about who we are and our our cultural identity also comes from being passed down mm. between generations, yes. you know, and, and it's okay to question. It's okay. It's okay to disagree, mm-hmm. but you've got to know. Yes. You know, at, at some point you have got to know, you've got to know about it, you've got to, understand that you've got to you, you may not live that way anymore mm. but it's, yes. it's important to kind of go, hmm, yeah. I wonder why you know, and <laughs> if you don't have those conversations with our grandmothers yes. then we will never know I, yeah. I often have a conversation um, with friends of mine about the way that we are raised and we started talking about this, Maneo, Ellen you know we have been raised, even this very conversation I'm quite certain that if I were to say to the three of you let's have this conversation in vernacular it would be a vastly different experience yeah yeah and so the way that we have been raised and the way that we grew up even though you guys are significantly younger than me um it's incredibly different from the way that our parents were raised mm-hmm. we were raised very similarly to how Western kids are raised, to how True. and and I wonder if you, if you were lucky enough to then go to a multiracial school and have the hair fights, mm. <laughs> yeah. because the hair fights have been going on. Yeah, let's for, let's yeah. be for real, yeah. Yeah? yeah. What it does also mean is that you were given a a background and a and a benchmark for life and living yeah. that is vastly different to your Africanness, mm-hmm. and so. The way you think about things, the way you translate things, the way you decode mm-hmm. life is based from a Western perspective. And so that makes it very difficult for you to mm-hmm. be like, yeah, yeah I'm going to be. And which is possibly also why we get into such, we get our backs up when mm. a young lady says, yeah, nah, I'm quite okay with polygamy. Mm. Then get our backs yes. up And say, You willing to share. You know? <laughs> I know. Right? <laughs> 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 and there are conversations that need to be had. And it's simply because we were raised in a way that looked from a Western perspective, where polygamy is like. Mm. Well, mm. you know, <laughs> and there are people in, you know, South American civilizations who were raised with polyandry. Mm. Gosh, right. you know, now, wow, <laughs> was, you know, and, and all of those things are important. Mm. And so I ask you this question. How much effort do you make in connecting with that part of who you are?
2: Mm. Mm you um
1: personally i think um i i do okay i'm a creative speaker right Mm -hmm. so um i deliver any message of value in a creatively entertaining way and i draw inspiration from different things from where i come from for me it's 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 i had to understand okay um what i've noticed is most Black people are very flashy. That's what we see today compared to white people. We like gold rings and uh, Ferraris and that, but I needed to understand why. And as, uh, as I go, as I went deeper into our history, I realized that, um, okay, this just comes from me. We might be like that because we descend from royalty. I mean, from Queen uh, Nandi, Queen, uh, Shagazulu's mother and so on. So as a writer, I, um, I tried to find... Uh, inspiration from where I come from and try to
0: make it relevant today so I yeah I try <laughs> and how do you connect to that how do you find the way I come from
1: yeah okay it's quite difficult because hey you know you can't trust the internet a lot but I really use the internet a lot uh, because my grandmother and them are in the rural areas. But I also do a lot of talking with women, um, older people. And one question I always ask is, what would you have told your 19-year-old self that you know now? Mm-hmm. And I get a lot from that. I get so much from that. Man, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. So I... I so I talked to the most fascinating being what? What is the most fascinating answer to that question you've ever had
1: Oh <laughs> okay, I've gotten both funny and fascinating answers. First one was like, Don't get married, don't have kids. <laughs> I was like, Okay. <laughs> but mostly, mostly don't, is, not even wait, just don't. not just just don't. Don't don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> but mostly is you know, you really need to have fun when you're young, responsible. Responsible fun um, Try to live your life But what's very important is Don't get too carried away on what's happening Really don't let anything um, Distract you from your goal Just focus on where you're going
3: mm-hmm. Yeah That's that's the two most important things mm-hmm. I got And you, Fanta Face? Um, for me... You know, when it comes to cultural things, it's a little bit hard for me because, and it's simply because of how my mother raised me. So my mom grew up in a very cultural background and then she became Christian, and those, that's how I was raised. So it's, So when it came, there was a lot of conflict in the family when you had to do slaughtering and stuff, and it didn't align with what she believed, and as a child, I followed what my mother said. So by growing up, now you have the decision to make whether you're going to go all cultural or you're going to go Christian. So I have my twin sister, and my twin sister is very in touch with what's happening in Africa and all the ritual things, and that's so beautiful, and she keeps her hair natural, and she's so in touch with herself, and the thing, that's when I realized that it's not that I don't, it's not that I was not exposed to cultural things. It's a decision that I made that the belief I have in the way I'm living my life, I'm comfortable with it. I'm okay with it. I'm okay with not having to slaughter a cow for something because that's not what I'm comfortable with. Where maybe with my sister, she may be okay with it. So it's, it's, it's not that so I didn't go deeper. I know, but, oh, but the beauty of it is because when you're working in the mining industry, um, there's all the people yes. who are very in touch with all these mm-hmm. things. Mm. And it's within these past two years where I've been exposed that, whoa, I don't know much. So my source of Anything cultural comes from them. And also my- Really? Yes. Very not even
0: your, your- Not anyone in your own family.
3: No! My family, it's- It's lit- my mom has quite a few sisters, and all of them have their own way mm-hmm. of doing things. Mm-hmm. So, some of them, because of marriage, they no longer do this and that. So, it's never really, no one is exactly like, we don't really have a common thing that we all do. Everyone has their own belief. So, and I don't get much time to spend with them because I'm always working. So, like I said, my source for all these things is Boma Loome and all the people that I'm around. And I do not take it for granted. Like I ask questions, I'm very curious And and it has led me to read But it doesn't necessarily mean That's what I want to follow It's just for insight Mm -hmm. And maybe at some point I'll grow up and be like Okay, I want to follow this path And that's okay as well to change your mind And say this is the path I want to follow But for now I'm comfortable with the belief I have and the faith I have and I'm really okay with it mm. until further notice. Mm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Watch <this page>. Yeah. <laughs> and for you, Manel? Um,
2: I think that uh, my my like university training, which weirdly is, is like in history, that I yes. I and I studied like South African history. Mm-hmm. But what I found there, which is this weird paradox, whatever like where n- where you have now made the decision, like okay, now I want to go and I want to delve into my own history, and then you find books written by white people—that's <laughs> the thing, right? That's the thing. And that the people, <laughs> and then you find sources, mm-hmm. even like back, your primary sources are mm-hmm. written through this lens of colonialized, like just colonialism. Mm-hmm. So the 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 images that you have of your past are always filtered, always already filtered through yes. whiteness. So and. <laughs> That is so so difficult to kind of negotiate and, and then yeah, and then and then, on the other hand ho Batswadi and everything and and you want to have conversations um there's always that tinge now of 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 traditions that that don't fit with you or you can't see yourself, mm-hmm. so me being someone who's like who's who's queer and i I can't necessarily see. Myself in traditions, in marriage, for example, like I wrote, I wrote an essay a while ago um, for a journal, like an upcoming journal about Dikobo and blankets, Basutu blankets and the symbolism around that and where they come from and how they've adapted and how, you know, how they made and the symbolism and the names and etc. But then I still couldn't necessarily see myself that, you know, imagine, you know, when I'm now ready to get married and god forbid that i marry a woman like oh my god whoa 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 you know what must happen what must happen now <laughs> but in connecting to your traditions and connecting to your your cultures i think that it's very important to look back but I, I i really really respect um people right now that are looking back yes but the this ability of black people particularly black women and, and trans people and, and gender non-conforming people to create their own futures. Yes, to say, you know what, this is the future that I want. Mm-hmm. These are the things that weren't given to me. These are th- the the world that I want to create. Mm-hmm. This is where I'm going to forge forward with an eye on the past always. But you know. So I'm I'm definitely in that space about culture and tradition because sometimes culture and tradition are used as
0: excuses. Yes, (laughs) like frequently, actually, used as excuses. And I think that that's probably a good place to begin the end of our discussion. (laughs) 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 I can't believe it. The time is gone. (laughs) I never expected it. I never
2: expected it.
0: (laughs) Can't believe the time is gone. But but that's that that's probably a good place. To begin the end, mm-hmm. because why I asked you why I asked young women is because for me, women are the carriers yes. and the creators of our future. you know women are the ones that that teach the coming generations what what is, what mm-hmm. should be, what could be, yeah so for you, as you look forward, as crazy as the world is right now the one thing that i see overwhelmingly is i see the fall of of what is traditionally been mm-hmm. the power, you know, mm-hmm. which on the one side is on the one most extreme side is like white male domination. Mm-hmm. Is you see it crumbling in every way. You mm-hmm. see it, mm-hmm. you know, you see it with Brexit. You see it with Donald Trump, and everybody saying hell no. Mm-hmm. You see it, you know, you you see it, and and you see them holding on so much more. That is the extreme end mm-hmm. of what has been the the lid on women's potential. Mm-hmm. So we're at that place in time mm. where we're going forward to a, a completely new and different place, and we're we're throwing off some of those old things. So what does what does it look like for you in the future? You know, what are you looking mm. forward to?
3: Mm. For me personally, it's. Women leading and reigning and taking full control. I think we've not given the chance. You mentioned Donald Trump and I'm so, so moved by Hillary Clinton because I'm thinking when is South Africa going to get to the point where we're like, okay, it's fine mm-hmm. to have a black woman as president with all these, no offense. We the, just
0: started with the black men. Yeah, all the
3: people. <laughs> I'm not even going to say just Julie, it's not with even Zulu. only. All of them who are like, no, I will, you're not going to tell me what to do. And we had this conversation at work and they were so moved about having a female, black female President, it was like not now, mm-hmm. and I'm like we're not even now we're not we we shutting down the conversation. So when is it gonna happen? Like thirty, forty years from now? So I think yeah, when women can take full control and reign, that is the future I wanna see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, for you?
1: I'm very excited because. This is a turning point. All the fightings. it, it symbolizes. I, I like it when she says she's happy because <laughs> it symbolizes that we're actually going somewhere. And I think this is this is the time when we really, you really need to choose on which end you are as a person. You need to take your stand. Are you going to be on the front row or are you just going to be at home and take care of your life and what's happening to you? Or are you going to join the movement into um, whatever is going on? What really excites me, okay, I'm just going to be very honest right now. Um, in 1994, not saying that democracy How old is not are important. Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> How old was I? I think I was two years
0: old. Okay, I was two years old. All right, I'm just checking. Yes,
1: um, <laughs> in, na- in 1994, we were.
0: checking you're not putting a mussy on
1: me. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> so we we wanted liberation, right? We wanted to be equal, and what they gave us what we were given is democracy and To me, that feels like um, it, it, they just bought our our faces were just bought because we still go back to our uh, poverty state we still go back to racism we still go back to discrimination and male-dominated industries what i'm really looking forward to is number one economic freedom because you really can't transfer a vote into a bank account i want to i I want honestly i want women to be able to partake black people and women to be able to partake in the in the economy of the country okay
2: I think right now the future that I, I want and what I wish for us is is safety and I know that that's not necessarily so far into the future or so resplendent or you know triumphant like soundtrack and and the and the trumpets and things playing in the background but I'm now realizing more than ever what what a privileged safety is mm-hmm. that certain people get to be safe and certain people don't get mm-hmm. to be safe and safety, what that means, economic freedom is part yes, of safety. It is. Reproductive justice is part of safety. Like erotic and sexual justice is part of safety. Yes. Like a house over your head is part of safety. Yes. And it's just, I'm like, oh, I just want us to be <laughs> safe. I, just want it. I want us to be safe. That's the future that I want. That's the future that I'm fighting for and that I'm seeing so many of us invested in.
0: Fantastic. Thank you so much, ladies. Thank you for joining Thank you, Thank you for having us. A Santa Alliance and Conversation. <laughs> Women are righteously and righteously angry. I love that. Thank you for being here. I'm Mashiko, and you have been tuned into Woman.
3: This is Cliffcentral.com.